A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. The Chaser Report is recorded on Gadigal land. Striving for mediocrity in a world of excellence, this is The Chaser Report. Hello and welcome to The Chaser Report. It's Dom Knight and... Charles Firth. That's right. Before we get into today's episode, just a bit of admin. We have put down the price of our subscriptions, not because, Charles, we acknowledge that the previous price of eight nine nine a month was a bit much in these, in this day and age of cost of living challenges or because we didn't do enough bonus episodes mm. as we'd said we would. No, no, it's just because we want more people to buy us uh, a cup of coffee it every was, month. Three nine nine a month it costs it, now. It was very much, it was a, it was a sort of, let's democratise this. Yeah. This is such a good product. It's the people's podcast now. Yes. It's sort of like the way Apple released the iPad mm. and then put down the price of it a By few le- months later. It's less than half, yeah. Yes. That's right. Even though it was the, the sort of top-selling product of all time. That's right. It was in no way a reflection of lack of demand. Yeah. <laughs> but look, to the people who've been subscribing, and there are some of you, thank you so much, yes. you kind Yes. Uh, cost insensitive people. Yes. Um, <laughs> in that in that spirit, though, I, I should pass on some feedback we got uh, from earlier in the week. But just before you do, Charles, chaser.com.au/podcast. Oh. You can subscribe there uh, via Apple Podcasts or via Acast Plus. Please do. It's less than a cup, a cup of coffee mm. per month, and it makes a big difference to us. Or four cups of coffee from Seven Eleven. Yeah, yeah. You could, or you can just post us. Four cups of coffee from Seven Eleven. That would be equally useful. I'm sure that's <laughs> yeah. true. All right, you've got some feedback for us. We we have to respond to our market. Okay. So yeah. So the thing is, um, I don't know whether you remember. I think it was like on Monday, we we did this uh, thing about how Tanya Plibersek had. I'm sure as an accident approved 116 new gas mines. The the new gas mines. That's right. But, But I think the whole point is that for me, I think she just misinterpreted Minister. For the environment as minister against the environment, and it was just like an administrative error. I mean, what error. does four mean these days? Well, right? exactly. It, yeah, she's certainly minister for climate change, isn't she? She's doing everything she can to to change to, the climate. To, yeah, yeah. Have we heard from her office at all? No. So we're not quite at the level of influence where we will mention someone's name and they'll hear immediately that they're featured on the chat. Oh report. no, I'm I'm sure they're. In they're, some they've ways, got, they've gone to ground. They're That's, quaking they're, in their boots. The reason why we haven't heard from them is. Because they're they're avoiding they're Perite brother style of yes. Us. Have we seen Tanya Plibersek in yeah. the state of New South Wales recently? Yeah. Yes, no. I, I believe she was at the parade on Saturday night. Oh, okay. Uh, anyway, so uh, great to hear. So anyway, morning, Charles. Long time podcast listener here. Oh, sorry, it was on. It was last Friday that we did that episode where you ra- rightly ragged on Tanya Plibersek. You then also talked about the excess books and merch clogging your office oh, that you need to right. get rid of, right? Mm. And I thought to myself, maybe you guys should stop making so much useless junk and shipping it because there's a massive carbon footprint there too. It's like you're polluting the world, much like the gas tan you love so much. Well, Charles, isn't that just a smaller and more pathetic version <laughs> of being, as I'm sure Tanya Plibersek is, mm. broadly in favour of saving the planet? Yes. And yet, we were just, just as a cost of doing business, 
whereby you have to approve gas wells and or ship crap merchandise. I mean, yeah. to be fair, the giant avocado, let's be very clear about it, yes. right? It, it, it's inflatable. It ships mm. in a small package, in a small inconvenient package. It yeah. becomes a big inconvenient package once you inflate it. Yes, and it's very inconvenient to inflate. So the whole way through, it's, a, it's a deeply inconvenient. But, but yeah, look, so I responded to this listener by saying, look, Point taken, we're not going to do any more, any more merch. sort of crap merch. Hang we're going to move into just quality, thoughtful stuff. So does that mean, Charles, and you are just completely without any evidence you can pull it off, Yes, undertaking not to produce unpopular money-losing <laughs> merchandise? Because yeah. what in your track record makes <laughs> you think you'll be able to manage that? Well, I, I think the way to do it is to not release any merch at all. Oh, yeah, <laughs> and, that and is then, Yeah. Uh, that that would uh, be a hundred percent success rate. Then I think um, that's true. But uh, no, look. It, it, but th- there is one caveat, a, a fairly large caveat on that. Oh yeah. Because I said, look, okay, we'll stop doing the crap merch. At the same time, it is true that I don't know whether you remember we released some Qantas. I know the Qantas um, backpack merch. Yeah. Um, like. This was months ago when <clears throat> Qantas was in the news for having such terrible baggage handling. Mm. Luckily, Qantas still has pretty bad baggage handling. And is in the news again yep. for its billion-dollar profit, right? <clears throat> but I don't know whether you know this, but most of those bags, like we've got a small shipment of them, but most of those bags got lost in the post, right? Was it because they were being transported Qantas? By, well, they were they were being trans. Yeah, well, I don't know. I think it was actually more Australia Post or something. Oh, but, of course. But uh, the point is that I've been told that they'll turn up in mid March. Seriously? Now. Yes, honestly. And so, because they're lo- like, no, it was this. Uh, I don't know whether I've told this anecdote. It's an extraordinary anecdote, which is on the app on the Australia Post app. It sort of it can tell you exactly where. The box is. It's, right. It's out at Macquarie Park and you ring Australia Post and you go, and you say, can I come and just get the box from you? No, no way. No one's allowed on our side. Right. right? And then you go, well, can you just, can you just ship me the box that's, you know, clearly on the app says it's at Macquarie Park and they go... Well, no. We well, the only thing we can do as the phone consultants is to ask the facility to do it. And they, like, two consultants have said to me now, "No, no, no. We're aware of the issue. They've actually had meetings about your your box, which is stuck there, but it's stuck in some bureaucratic Kafka esque thing where it's it. I I don't know. It's sort of like it's Schrodinger's." Yeah, box it, where it exists yet does not exist at the same time. Yes. Isn't that an amazing symbol of where Australia Post is at in yes. the modernisation and yet in the fact that no one wants to really ship anything anymore other than you? Mm. But at the same time, as they can tell you exactly where the product is, mm. they're absolutely unable to do anything about it. Like, yes, that's They can right. completely diagnose yes. the problem and in no way solve it. And the funny thing is this happened in the lead up to Christmas and we said to them, well, we'll do basically anything to get that box from you before Christmas because that's when people buy things. Yeah. And, and they went, well, you can't even start the process of filing a complaint oh, sure. for 90 until 90 days after it's been officially lost and then i said well when did it start being lost and they said oh my god this is inf- it's so infuriating anyway so the point is promise no more crap merchandise except when the Qantas bags 
um, do finally because they're really good bags. I use them all the time. Like they're actually not crab, but what I am going to sell those. What happens when you fly on Qantas with one of those bags? Have you tried it? Well, because I don't know whether people know, but the the bags are a Qantas logo with the ass in it, A R S, and yeah. then and then there's a little. Um, I'll, I'll go and get one. Charles leaves the room, and frankly, with a spring in his step, he's actually running into his storage closet to get a Qantas ARSE bag. He's now running back. Is this the only one in existence? Is it the well, prototype? This is the only one I've got. Uh, oh, it's a is... kangaroo pooing. So it's important to know that the kangaroo yeah. is pooing out the Southern Cross. Yeah. And then it says, all my other bags have been lost by the airline. Right. Of course. And so the whole idea is you take this on your Qantas flight, but you don't check any other leg- luggage in. Oh, it's very small. And that's how you... No, no, it's convenient. convenient. It's not okay, small. Sure. It's convenient. So, but the the beauty of that is you've been completely overplayed by the universe because the bags that say <laughs> all my other bags have been, been lost, lost have themselves been, been, been lost. lost. Charles, you're a genius. <laughs> Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. The Chaser Report. Less news, more often. That's not what we're going to talk about on the show today. On the show today, I want to pitch to you, Dom, a new segment idea. Oh yeah, for for this podcast. What's the new idea? So, and then the other thing we're going to talk about um, is we're going to talk about um, this whole you know cost of living crisis. Everyone says, well, you should just buy everything mm. at Aldi. I love I love that you're getting the cost of living crisis after ten solid minutes <laughs> on your merch. That's all right. Yeah. Um, uh, so we're going to also do that. Um, I've got a few thoughts about some of the Aldi products. Very good. So, but first of all, let's just uh, get into this new segment idea, which is I think that we should have a segment every Thursday, yeah, where we pitch ideas for new segments for the podcast. Oh, okay. And it, and, it, and my idea for the first pitch is that we have a, a segment where we pitch ideas. For <laughs> do we have to then do the do we have to actually do the segments or do we just pitch ideas? Well I think I think we pitch ideas. I don't think we have to do them. Like we definitely don't have to do them if they're crap ideas. Well we're building but... out this new iconoclast podcast network and you'll see some more things coming up. The shot podcast is already out there. Yes. Welcome to the Futures its own podcast. There'll be a whole bunch of other stuff coming and, too. And just before we started recording today you you said oh I should bring back Oddcast. Yes, yes the podcast about bad podcasts. That'll be the yes. So there's more podcasts coming from us in yeah. the future, but but, uh, but we but Oddcast was a great segment. That was wasn't a good it? segment. Yeah. So so there'll be other things that featured on our radio show about three or four years ago. Yeah. But do you have any ideas for? Because I was thinking that that could also be it, it could be a good idea to actually make us think broader about what this podcast. Or do you want be. to spin off another podcast full yes. of ideas about what a podcast could be? <laughs> That's a great idea. Better. Yeah. But so, do you have any ideas? Good ideas? Like, what what are we missing on this podcast? Like. We sort of talk a bit about the news, which I think works. Well, I want, to, I want to hear from us in other countries. I want to know who is the equivalent of the Chaser Report in, I don't know, 
Pakistan or Ukraine mm. or whatever it is. Can we get them on or India, Singapore? Who are the people who are chatting about what the government's doing and making fun of them there? Or are they all in jail? <laughs> I'm not sure. We'll find out. We'll yeah. find out. I think it's very flattering towards us to to say that we would be in jail oh, in no. any country. Only <laughs> in that only in that country. Right. No, okay. not here. Yeah. I, mean, I imagine Singapore, even this insipid level of, of commentary would, would attract <laughs> the, uh, attention of the authorities. Oh, okay. So, yeah, okay, that's a good idea. So we have podcasts from around the world. Yeah, yeah. And Glo- we contact- Global friends, yeah. Okay, that's good. Off the top of my head, given that I didn't know this was going to be the podcast segment. Okay. Um, I... Um, I want to do a segment, because what else do we not cover? I See, I don't think we cover the youth yeah. nearly enough. Look, if you want to cover segments uh, of the addressable audience that we don't cover, yes. I mean, women would be something to, <laughs> to address. No, we've got lots of women. Some, we, of, we my, used some to. of my favourite people are women. We used to have um, some amazing female colleagues, but we'll have yeah. to get them back. Well, they keep on being... That's right. They keep it transcending us, don't they? Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, with that, with our greatest professional respect and, and credit, yeah. but they do keep doing that. I think we also need to have a, a segment about American politics. I, I feel oh, like yeah. that should be because you know, we occasionally get David Smith on. Yeah, and then when Chaz does Chaz. a podcast with him every week, that's six hundred hours long. Yeah, yeah. But not comedic in nature. There's a lot to say about <clears throat> American politics. Yeah, yeah, that'd be good. Um, and we could just do it should be something like just a review of the election ads of America or something. Or like just that. a review of all the other election podcasts would be very <laughs> efficient. Yeah. If you have any ideas for what we should cover on the podcast that we're not covering now, podcasts at chaser.com dot AU. Yeah. Or just text Charles that's what everyone else seems to do. Because I think I think the, the the idea that I had for which I can do next week is I went out um, to a reptile expo on the weekend. Oh, we have never covered reptile expos and, before. And there is a n- massive market. Like, there were queues, like, literally around the block to get into this reptile expo. And you just go, well, that's an addressable market. That we you want to spin off a reptile-based chaser No, 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 not just podcast. Like, I think attract them to this oh, podcast. Oh, to the chaser report. And we have now a featuring little, reptile, a reptile segment yeah, right. each week. Where we talk about reptile-based um, comedy. Okay. Yeah, let's just make it more niche than it already is. <laughs> Australian politics wasn't niche enough. Let's do reptiles. Yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, so then the final thing that I just want to talk about today is Aldi. Oh, we've gotten on to something that people might actually relate to 15 minutes into the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Ali, what are, your, what are your thoughts on Aldi? So stuff? this is the thing, Dom. I, yesterday, went to Aldi mm. and after doing lots of research... I decided to buy a kilogram of their very famous, very award-winning single-origin coffee beans. Really? Because for a kilo of roasted coffee beans, single-origin from Brazil, mm. it was just sixteen ninety-nine. Yeah. Which is literally about a quarter the price that you would pay in any decent coffee shop for a kilo of beans. But Charles, just so you know... Yes. Single origin means yes. that all the beans have come from the one coffee plantation, right? They're yes. all they're all from the one place, they're all the same basically. Right. It doesn't in any way mean that they're gonna be good. They might have gone to the crappiest plantation in the whole of Brazil that was wanted to dump all of their beans on Aldi at a cheap price. But but Dom, this got it got Money Magazine's Best Supermarket Coffee of the really? Year Award. All right. I'll get the packet. Just hold on. I'll get the packet. Charles has once again left the podcast. 
to fetch a prop, which frankly he could have gotten before the start of the podcast had he wanted to. All right, he's bringing back a big bag of coffee. Okay. What's it called? It's called Lazio Single Origin Beans Award Winning Coffee. See, award winning. I don't actually know which award <laughs> Which awards did they win? Because it's made from 0% Australian ingredients, which suggests that it's good. And it's part of the Rainforest Alliance. Yeah. Which means that they've cut down a rainforest, I think, probably. And it's, it's roasted in Melbourne using really? small batch production. Really? Each roast is tended by hand by a close-knit team of award-winning roasters. Yes, but Charles, imagine the roaster in Melbourne. Like, every single... They must have found the least competent roaster in Melbourne. Like, every every roaster in Melbourne would want in their bearded sort of little hipster warehouse to work for something other than a big supermarket chain. Like, these uh, these poor people. Yes. They can probably barely roast a no, But look, bean. it's even got flavour notes on the back. Medium roast, toffee flavours, bittersweet cocoa, milk, sugar. Like, there is all fucking bullshit. It is the fucking most horrible... Pe- it's like drinking dirt. But but single origin dirt. Oh. From one particular plantation in Brazil. Look, I don't want to cast aspersions on the... um. The particular roasters in Melbourne, because mm. what if they're amazing? I can see here. I've looked it up, and it's won has won quite a lot of awards. Um, they've won six medals for this Lazio stuff. Is it just possible that you have terrible taste in coffee? I th- I don't think that's possible. I think that a more likely scenario is that there are awards for you know by marketing firms for the their success in marketing a piece of shit. And making people buy um, it. It says on the back here, if you're not entirely satisfied with this product, please return it to your nearest Aldi store for a full refund or replacement. Well, so you no, get your sixteen ninety nine back. It says it has all of the richness, richness and character you'd expect to find in your favourite local cafe. Now, it really with all doesn't. due respect to Aldi, <laughs> none of their products. Uh, like I don't go to yeah. Aldi to find all the quality I'd find from another retailer. I go there because it's cheap no, and no, adequate. But that's not true. Like, there's some products in Aldi that are quite good. Like, we were saying dishwasher pellets. Dishwasher are good. tablets. I mean, things that are taste like. So does the coffee taste like soap? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Um, their nappies are very good. Yes. But again, that's, yes. A, that's a close association with crap. Yes. That's, I mean, Aldi yes, stuff, it's thing. crappy, but it's cheap. That's yeah. what they do. Because the, their cheese is. Possibly the their tasty cheese is possibly the worst cheese I've ever tasted. It's like not tasty. It's like eating. So you don't go to Audi for that. No, you, you go don't. to Audi for the cheapest possible champagne that technically counts as champagne because <laughs> they somehow have to deal with the least yeah. prestigious <laughs> champagne house yeah. technically in the champagne region. Yeah. And I brought I brought it to this very table on New Year's <laughs> Eve, Charles, and it was yeah, it wasn't that it bad. Was, it was I mean, drinkable. Audi's stuff. I mean, yes. with all due respect to them, it's a great place. They particularly when life's so expensive, it's, oh, yeah, mm. look, it's not nearly as good, yes. but it's from Audi, so it was cheap. Yes. That, that's, enough. that's okay. But I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what is good at Audi. What's that? I bought one last weekend, uh, and I, I'm very pleased with it. It's uh, their caravan covers. I bought a car, caravan. Oh cover. wow! Now all, all I've got to do is buy a caravan. Well, that's and, always uh, the way. But if I, ever I buy a caravan, I'll have a a really cheap cover from Aldi that I bought. Well, so Charles, of the sixteen ninety nine that you spent yeah. on this coffee, mm. how many dollars of value do you think you got out of it? Because sixteen ninety nine is about the cost of a, a, a bag of coffee a quarter the size of that. That's right. I, I got no value out of it. I got very angry. 
and um and it took me it, it it took up about an hour of my time because I was trying to get the grain size right to make it work and it's just actually I've come to the conclusion it's just horrible so zero dollars so instead of in any way just addressing <laughs> the news or <laughs> you just wanted to spend this podcast complaining about a sixteen nine nine dollar purchase which frankly. You should have been forewarned for the fact that it was from Aldi. <laughs> Let me have a bit of a, sm- a sniff yeah. of, this, of, this, of this coffee. Do you, why don't you oh, have the rest of it? No, nah, it doesn't you... smell. It doesn't smell great. Our gear is from Rode. I we're can't part... believe this is the episode. We're part of the ACAST. Was... Oh, no, no, we're part of the Iconoclast Network. I was going to ask for reviews. We haven't had some for a while, but I think why don't you review one <laughs> and we try a little bit harder? <laughs> we'll, do, we'll do that next time. Thank you for listening. Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustolium. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com.